0: Our next storyteller.
1: Next storyteller. Your next storyteller. Our next storyteller.
0: storyteller. Hello and welcome to the narrators. This podcast collects stories from our live events where people share true stories based on a theme.
1: This harrowing tale of crime and punishment comes from Denver comic Sammy Anzer, who shared this story live on November twenty first, two thousand eighteen. The theme of the evening was fight or flight. (laughs) Oh wow! How are you guys doing?
0: Thanks for having me. Um, So I want to tell you about a time where I was about to start an internship with an advertising firm. And my boss was the woman who was responsible for bringing Pokemon to the United States. And it was like a big deal. It's a big deal. And the night before of my first internship, I was going to go out with my boys and we were going out and we were going to meet up with these girls and I was going to get a haircut and condoms <laughs> but i only had enough money for one of them <laughs> and here's the thing if you if you just get the condoms and you don't get the haircut you're not going to use the condoms And if you just get the haircut and you don't get the condoms, you're going to have a baby. So I went to my barber and he was like, yo, 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, perfect, because this gives me enough time to steal condoms. Which is what I was doing at this point in my life. and I, ha- I had this like way about it I would go into like a Walgreens or whatever and I'd be like whoa are these condoms right here I open them up put that shit in my pocket and I would go out but I was really cocky at this point because I'd been doing it for so long and I'd go up and I uh, open them oh condoms what uh, put them in my back pocket and I start heading out and this dude in plain clothes comes up and he pushes me against like the sliding doors and he's like take those condoms out your pocket I was like what What condoms are you talking about? (laughs) He's like, you know what condoms I'm talking about. The ones in your back pocket. Take them out. And my boy, he's he's posted up on the the second set of sliding doors. And he's just like posted up. And he's like, yo, Sammy. Yo, deck this motherfucker and let's be out. And I was like, all right, all right. And then I started looking at him. I was like, hmm. He's got like dark circles under his eyes got like a hundred pounds on me he seems like he has a lot riding on this situation like he cares a lot more i'm not gonna deck him i'm not gonna deck him and we start scuffling and before you know it they lock both the doors they said the police are on their way and we're in the back room the police come in and i swear to god the guy he's like we're gonna take them in he looks just like me it was like i was arresting my own self it was terrible And while we're in the handcuffs outside the, the Walgreens, um my friend Dobbs, he's like starting to like plead with the officer. He's like, Hey man, what does what does deck even mean? Like a deck of cards, like <laughs> come on. I'm like this motherfucker. <laughs> we get into the, the, the patrol car that's um that's gonna take us there, and as soon as we get in, the guy turns around and he's like he's like kid. What'd you do? And I don't know what to tell him. I don't know if I should lie and sound tough or whatever. And I, I just kind of looked at Dobbs and he wasn't saying anything. So I was like, I'm stealing condoms. He's <laughs> like, condoms? What are you, a sailor kid? What do you need condoms for? I was like, do sailors use condoms? Do they not use condoms? I don't understand. Immediately, he fell in love with me and my friend Dobbs, and he's like, he's like, hey, kid, how fast do you think this car can go, huh? It's like, what? What are you doing? I'm talking about crowded New York City streets in Queens. He flips the siren on. It's not an emergency. He starts gassing it. Siren, this guy's coming on the street, trying to cross the street. He gets on the loudspeaker, Paco, Paco, move it over, Paco. Zip in there. As soon as we get into the station, this guy, he comes up and he, he's like, yeah, we got the condom thief here. <laughs> station starts cracking up. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and you know when, you, when you're like getting locked up, they like take all your things and stuff, right? So they take my stuff and the chief is looking through it and he's like, he's looking through my wallet and he's like, kid, you got $12 in here. Why don't you just buy the condoms? And then he's like, and you got a condom in here. <laughs> and then he was right, but it was wallet condom. You, you know, wallet condom, the one that's been sitting there for years and shit? And I don't want to use it on. They were nice girls that I was going to meet up. I didn't want to. They weren't wallet condom girls, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we get in the cell. And, yo, these are some bad motherfuckers in there. These are dudes who was like, yo, they just strip-searching me in here, and I had crack in my asshole. <laughs> and they didn't find it. It's like, God damn. Another dude, who's like, yeah, this is my second time getting aggravated assault. I swallowed the blunt before this. I was like, shit. And for whatever reason, these dudes... The, the police officers didn't take my keys and I had them in my back pocket and I was thinking I was like yo am I going to like have to make some key knuckles out of this mess some dudes up in the cell so no one messes with me and they were like so what'd you do? I looked at my boy Davs he wasn't saying anything I was wearing a superhero t-shirt Just to put things in perspective. (laughs) And I was like, me? I was stealing condoms. (laughs) They loved it. They were like, condoms? Yo, who was you going to hit? Spider-Woman? Come on, man. Keep it real. We all became best friends. Um... I'm Facebook friends with my arresting police officer to this day. I had such a good time. (laughs) But what happened was, I had a court case, and I needed a lawyer. And my boy Davs, his father, is this, like, former Russian mafia dude, like, huge, scary Russian dude. He's like, you need a lawyer? I'm going to take care of it for you. I'm like, okay. And we're sitting at the courthouse. And we're playing that game where we're just sitting there waiting for him. He's late. And we're like, yo, what if, what if that's our lawyer? And it's a homeless guy. <laughs> what if that's our lawyer? And it's like a street sign. <laughs> what if that's our lawyer? And there's this guy in this wrinkled suit. I'm talking about pants wrinkled, <laughs> shirt wrinkled. His yarmulke, his kippo was wrinkled too. I was like, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> And there's, when you get into the courthouse in Queens, there's a, there's like a civilian entrance and there's an entrance for lawyers and he's like, Hey, how are you guys doing? Um, I'm your lawyer, David, uh, you will wait in line and I will will come there. Come on. So we wait in line in the rain with the umbrella. We get up like 30 minutes. We get up and he enters the civilian entrance with us. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? That's your entrance. Why are you coming in with us? And it just got sketchier after that. Like, he got the paperwork and he started getting, like, really cocky and confident about it. Like, he was like, "Oh yeah, this is, um, you know, uh, attorney-surgeon general warning, uh, statute of limitations, that's gonna be easy, come on. (laughs) Dobbs is like, yo, what's this uh, number right here? 8.967. And he's like, uh, that's, like, the time it happened or something. Come on, don't ask so many questions. (laughs) Dav's court case is first um, and he goes in and David the lawyer is there with him and they're all doing the proceedings of the court and he's getting charged with like I don't know some kind of like assault or whatever and then uh, he the lawyer interrupts and he goes uh, excuse me uh, your majesty <laughs> <laughs> can I speak to my client and the judge just looks at him like He's right there. <laughs> and he goes, uh, so what do you want to do? It's like, I don't know, man. You're my lawyer. You're supposed to tell me. Dobbs gets one year probation. One year. Next, my court case is up. And uh, we're waiting there for a while, and I go to the police officer, and I'm like, hey, uh, who's like running the court, I'm like, hey, uh, when's my court case? Because... You know, I have this this thing I have to get to. And he's like, kid, I can't talk to you. I can only talk to your lawyer. I sit back down. I wait another hour. Hey, I I really have this thing I have to go to. He's like, kid, I can't talk to you. I can only talk to your lawyer. I sit back down. I come up. I'm like, hey, I really need to talk to you. I re- please, I, I really have to go. And he's like, kid, where's your lawyer? I'm like, he's sleeping behind that pillar over there. <laughs> David, the lawyer, sleeping like this mouth open wrinkled yamaka It's like I could have been like doing this at his lap like $100, $200, $300 My court case gets dismissed. I get off free. <laughs> totally free. And then uh my lawyer wakes up. He's like Oh, that was good. Uh, so uh what do you guys want to do? You're going to stay here? You're going to bounce? Tell me. I'm like, he's like, can I get a ride? I'm like, no, man, you can't get a ride. <sighs> I go back, I go back to, uh, to David's dad, the big Russian mafia dude. I'm like, yo, where did you find that guy, man? How do you know him? It's like, I don't know him. I found him in the Russian newspaper. <laughs> and because they took all my stuff in jail, um, they took my phone, my watch, and all that kind of stuff, uh, I didn't have an alarm clock for my internship with that woman who started Pokemon here. And I was several hours late to my first day. Um, can you believe I didn't get the job after that? <laughs> and they asked me, they were like, Yo, what happened to you last night? What would you do? And I was like, I was, you know what, nothing. Nothing. Thank you guys so much. I'm Sammy Anzer.
1: (laughs) Keep it going for Sammy Anzer. (laughs) They was looking at you, they was looking at me. Narrators was created by Andrew Orvidal and is produced by me, Ron Doyle, Sidney Crane, and Aaron Rollman, with support from Scott Carney, Karen Wachtel, Jesse Witten, and Robert Rutherford. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Bumport Theatre Company, Illegal Pete's, From the Photo, and Great Divide Brewing Company. Our theme music is by Whalehawk, and we'd also like to thank TikTok, who provided the outro music you're listening to right now. As always, a huge shout-out to fans just like you who attend our live monthly shows, which take place every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theatre in Denver, Colorado. For more information about our storytellers or the narrators, visit thenarrators.org and find, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.